0: Oh, you have shorthand. Yeah, totally. For yeah, it's yeah. forbidden. Yeah, like when a dinner's topic.
1: when a dinner's really good, you know, the kids are always like, "You really bit your middos into this one, Dad." I'm like, "You know what, guys? Thank you."
0: Okay, so, <laughs> uh, making a mental note. Anakin plays chicken with a spider. The Jedi say, "High ground, shmiground, ground." And some slaves have a discussion about being slaves to the good guys. Today we discuss Clone Wars episodes 216 and 116 on this edition of the 11 Parsecs podcast.
1: welcome to podcast number 16 of the 11 parsecs podcast my name is eric I'm here with my good buddy john hello and today we are encountering our first two episodes of the clone wars so uh, if you haven't listened to this podcast before let me give you a quick background of what this podcast is basically we're trying to go through all of the star wars new canon universe in chronological order so when we say chronological order, we mean BBY before the Battle of Yavin, which is usually looked at as kind of this center point, this zero, think of it as uh, in the Gregorian calendars like uh, Christ. So you have everything BC or BBY before the Battle of Yavin, and then you have everything ABY, which is after the Battle of Yavin. Currently, we are on the 16th episode of our podcast, and we are all the way up to, drumroll, please, 22 BBY. Which really isn't that impressive. So when we started this podcast, podcast one, the first thing we did was we read a book by, uh, I think it was Claudia Gray called Master and Apprentice. That was done at 40 BBY. So over the last 15 podcasts, we've slowly moved up to the year 22 BBY. Now, some of you who know Star Wars may know that 22 BBY was also the exact same year that the Clone Wars, or Attack of the Clones, I should say, began and the Attack of the Clones the movie came out. So if you've been following us on the podcast, we watched episode one The Phantom Menace on podcast, I think, number four. We read Doku Jedi Lost, or sorry, we listened to Doku Jedi Lost, the audio drama, which happened around 25 BBY. We've read Queen's Shadow, which was a book uh, that came out at 27, 28 BBY, and finally, We have read comics, we have listened to audio dramas, we have watched movies. We are finally at the point where we are beginning TV shows. So in 22 BBY, right after the Star Wars Attack of the Clones, there's an order to the TV shows that we are going to be watching them. This order is based on the BBY, or the time that the actual episode happened in the Star Wars universe, not necessarily the order in which they came out. So today... We're going to be reviewing two episodes that happened in 22 BBY. The Clone Wars Episode Season 2, Episode 16, Cat and Mouse. And then followed by that, we're going to also be reviewing The Clone Wars Season 1, Episode 16, The Hidden Enemy. So again, if you're used to watching The Clone Wars from when they came out, we're jumping around a little bit just to keep within our chronological order of BBY. But I'm kind of excited about this because it's our first TV shows. I mean, this this is a really cool medium that we haven't yet talked about. And of course, with Disney Plus and everything, it's great to watch. It's easy to watch; we don't have to really worry about anything. But before we get started, as always, John, what are you drinking tonight?
0: Okay, so finally to the part of the podcast <laughs> I enjoy. Uh, this is uh, New Belgium. I don't. I haven't had this one. New Belgium Captain Dynamite IPA.
1: That is a very, is very good beer. I have, is it very I, good? Beer? Yes. Is that, that's the red? Hmm. That's the red label. No, no, no! It's, it's like blue and green? Oh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. There was, Captain there, Dynamite. There was one that I re- that was a, it was voodoo something. That was a red label. It was so good. It was. So, I need to. I need to go back and find it. Was that
0: Higher Plane? Because you maybe Higher Plane. Yeah, that's somewhere. Higher Plane. That's exactly okay. what it is.
1: Good call. It, it was. Okay. It was exactly Higher Plane. Tonight I'm drinking something a little odd, and I'm eager to see. And, and I, I meant to. This is going to sound really bad. I meant to actually bring one of these over to your house because it's such a weird flavor that I wanted you to try okay. it. Okay. Yeah, it's a, so this is uh, by an Atlanta brewery called Firemaker, which is uh, I didn't actually know of them until I bought the six pack.
0: I have never heard of Firemaker. Yeah, it's Firemaker okay. Brewing.
1: They're in All down, right. they're downtown Atlanta on Chattahoochee Avenue. All right, so probably a newer brewery, just because you and I keep up with Atlanta breweries fairly well, and this one was a brand new thing. But it, I bought this knowing that it probably was not going to taste good. But I actually, <laughs> but, well, just listen, just listen though. Well, I actually ha- I actually had one. And I like really liked it. And I really was dumbfounded why I liked it. Let me tell you the name of the brew. The okay. Chattahooch Tea Southern IPA. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. What okay. do you what do you think this tastes like? It's like iced tea, beer. We created the Southeastern IPA, a nod to the Southern Delicacy that is sweet tea. Chattahoochee tea. Chattahooch tea it is steeped with a custom tea blend and lactose that makes it sweet like the South, brewed with hints of honey and malt, and dry, double dry hopped with lemon drop and motueka. Our unique IPA is a true Southern treat. Okay, I bought this on a whim, just because I was like, this would be really good to just have on a podcast, fresh out, try it, and yeah. then just be like, okay, this is a tea-based IPA, this is not good. John, this is a really good beer. It's, it really it's good? weird. It's a weirdly good beer. I never imagined that I would want... Something tasting like a Southern iced tea IPA, uh-huh. but it's actually pretty good. Like I'm like, oh, and like yeah. I said, uh, it's so good that I did not save you one and I've already drank the first five. <laughs> oh my God. So, so, so I was going to tell you that I literally. That is
0: a, that's an endorsement yeah, so, right So there. what I do, if, if, I, if
1: I have a beer that I want you to taste, I put it at the very back of the freezer and I know not to get to it and I'll give it to you next time I see you or whatever. But yeah, I drink all five I mean, this is the sixth one. Like I, I'm going to act like I'd never drank this beer before whenever, you know, we pop the tops in a minute, but. <laughs> It's actually really, really good. It's a very weird flavor, and I don't usually go for weird flavored IPAs, but hey, pretty good.
0: So you ready to buy? You're making yeah. You're making me want to go find this beer. So no, no, I have I'll, a I'll, find, I'll
1: find it for you because I'm going to buy another six pack. It's that good. Oh, very good. It's that good. Yeah, it's that good.
0: All right, you ready to pop? Cash that check, Eric. Cash that check. <laughs> yeah, player. there's
1: there's no check involved. But hey, if they want to send us some more firemaker, we're all good with it. All right, you ready? Yes, let's open. All right, three, two, one. Oh, that is one thing about this beer, though, is it does. pretty foamy I always forget that oh really yeah oh I'm a caveman tonight I did not get a glass I'm drinking straight from I don't see how you can drink beer that way I'm drinking I'm drinking straight from the can my tea my tea beer from the can
0: that's 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 southern for you.
1: It is. That's the way it is. I, I'm actually gonna get a little line, a lemon wedge and pop it in there. Okay. Anyways, all right. So these are our first TV shows. I, so I so as I like to do whenever we first start to talk about this stuff, I always like to give you uh, the chance to give a numerical representation of how you felt about these particular episodes compared to the rest of the books, the rest of the movies, the rest of the stuff that we've read. I'm actually gonna cut you off and go first, and just say <laughs> okay. I'm not I'm not gonna give a, I'm not gonna give a score yet because I want to give the score at the end of this, but. I was actually really, really impressed with these episodes. I'd watched a little bit of Clone Wars before in order of when it came out. I think I started with season one. I I watched the movies and stuff. I really enjoyed these two.
0: What did you think? So these episodes, uh, rating these episodes is going to benefit from being the first ones. And so it's something new and it's exciting and it's fun. I have not watched Clone Wars. This is my first foray into it. So it... It definitely benefits from that. The first episode I thought was pretty good. I have some issues with the the tactics, with the with the choices made by the characters. Okay. The the second episode I thought was better.
1: Okay. Interesting. And
0: it touched on it touched on a lot of it touched on a primary topic that's always been of interest to me.
1: Interesting. I'm interested to see what this is. Okay, so let's start off with episode one, or the, the first episode that we. I, I hate saying episode one again. Just to make sure everybody's on the same page with us. Episode 216. Yeah, this is the first episode that we've watched in chronological order. We have jumped ahead to Season 2, Episode 16, called Cat and Mouse. It was written by Brian Larson and Drew Greenberg. And I think originally aired in 2010. So we're going back a pretty good ways. We're going 11 years old here. Yeah. So so both of these episodes revolved around a planet called Christophsis. I think is what it was called. Christophsis. Yeah. It was a very interesting planet. I had never heard anything about it before. And we haven't heard anything about it in the stuff that we've read thus far that I can remember.
0: Wait, wait, wait. You're, the, you're supposed to be the Star Wars knowledge guy. You do not know this planet?
1: I do not. I do not know Christophsis. How do you? How okay. do you know? It, wait, 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 wait. How do you know Christophsis? You're you're not. I the don't. Sword. But
0: they. Oh, okay, the, okay. These first two episodes deal with it, and it, I think they outright say the super important planet of Christophsis. So I thought, well, this must mean something to somebody like Eric.
1: Nope, doesn't mean anything. Hmm. Nope, doesn't mean anything to me and my sweet tea. I mean, there, there's just not. I, I don't. I've never heard of this planet. And honestly, like whenever I was watching the episodes. I was kind of amazed that it looks like this kind of like Emerald City, Wizard of Oz type place. Like, I, I don't know. Every, everything, yeah. everything was this green-blue, which is fine. I'll, I'm, I'm down with the planets having their own colors and that kind of thing. But what I didn't realize was that it was like sporadic buildings. And I don't know if that was because since this came out in 2010, not knocking on Clone Wars thus far because I've really enjoyed the graphics and everything. But some of the, the uh, shots in the second episode just show these big, huge buildings that just kind of pop up on the landscape. Did you notice that?
0: I, I actually didn't notice that. Now, now I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of a weird. I have to watch like, that again. It's kind of a weird like crystal city. Do you think thing. that was a
0: limitation of, of the? I don't know of the rendering.
1: I don't know. It was
0: very weird. Huh. It
1: just seemed like a weird thing that like.
0: I didn't notice that at all. Okay, yeah. It
1: just seemed like it just seemed like I, a big flat plane of a city, and then like every like I don't know. I'm just guessing a number. I don't know. I didn't do the math on it. Every five miles, you have this one big set of buildings that pop up, and they look like. Emerald City, and then you go another five miles, and you got another one. It just looked weird to me. I don't. I, it wasn't bad, It just was weird. I don't know. Hey, the people of Christosis can do their own land management. I am not in charge of that.
0: Yeah, they're you know yeah, they're they, plan- they're, they have their own zoning. Yeah, their zoning boards
1: can do whatever they want. I am fine with it, but I am just saying it was very odd to look at on the thing, and I didn't know if it was a technical limitation of the rendering of the cartoon itself, or if it was supposed to be planned like that. I don't know. Very different.
0: Well, I mean 11 years ago they were basically drawing things with crayons, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you're probably talking Plato at some points and then they just kind of like, you know, yeah. 2010 was fairly good graphics. Dark Ages. Yeah. So, let's talk let's talk about the first episode Cat and Mouse. Anakin's Anakin's going down to bail out Bail out bail out. Look at that. I didn't even mean to do that. Yeah. I honestly did not mean to do sure that. Sure you didn't. No, I, I really didn't. I didn't. I, I haven't written in my notes, but I didn't. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Anyways, Anakin's going to bail out, bail, from Christophsis because Christophsis is under attack. It's under attack by the Separatist Trade Federation. They're not Trade Federation at this point. They're still the Separatist Federation, but the Separatist Army. Maybe that's the best way to say it. But he's been kind of pinned down on Christophsis, and there is a, there is a blockade going on. There's a blockade with... Some really weird hairy toothed guy that I don't. I, I, Admiral Trench. I don't know. Spider you, what, did, what did you think about him? What did you? Would you just call him
0: Spider guy? I mean, I just called Spider guy. I, I know. know so I
1: so I, so at first I was like, this is like he's got four arms. This is like one of the guys from like Dexter Jetster from the you know the the second movie where you know he goes to visit Obi wan goes to visit him mm-hmm. to learn about the Kaminoans. That's what it felt like at first, and there was always this. No.
0: Well, no, there was this little bit of a. He's wa- a spider. He's meant to be this menacing tarantula like spider. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Fine. There was a little bit of Watto too, in there are the Big like, chops the kind of sound that he would yeah, make. Yeah. 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 There's that, too. and he
0: sounds exactly like he sounds like yeah. It, who's Watto again? Watto. Oh, Watto. It, the, yeah, the, 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 the Sorry. No. No. Annie, no. Annie, no. get who's, to your
1: ship. Annie. You know that kind of thing.
0: right. Who's Who's the Who's the Gungan leader? Oh, oh the dude. Gungan leader. Oh, yeah, cuz yeah, I had Boss to look Nash. that up. He sounds yeah, exactly like and I thought That's that must actually be the what same I was. Th- now that actor, say that, it, yeah, now that you not. say
1: that. I was thinking that I was talking about I was talking about Wado doing that sound, but you're right. It was Boss Nash that was then kind
0: of guy. Ooh, right. yeah, it, it, it he really does have that yeah, that, you're right. that That's deep resonant thing. And
1: I'm supposed to yeah. be the Star Wars guy. Please, John, you're you're I'm showing me sorry. up here, man. Boss Nash pulling that out. That's great. All right, anyways. Well, I didn't know the name. Yeah, you didn't, but you knew it. Yeah, you knew that I would know what you started talking about. All right, I anyways. really thought
0: it was the same voice actor. Okay. I really, really did. So
1: so, so one thing that I want to talk about is, and I'm trying to remember if we've seen something with this, and I think it's actually episode three, but Grievous' ship, it looks very similar to this one. And I don't know if you know that yet, because I don't know if you remember episode three that well. I don't. Yeah, so this, this ship seems very similar to... Oh, sorry, when I say this ship... Admiral Trench has his own massive hulking ship in this episode that ends up getting blown apart by a, a pretty sneaky Anakin, and the ship just the maybe it's the bridge that reminds me of Grievous some at some point in one of the movies I'm not sure which, but the ship is just this big windowed front part and it's this massive massive ship especially compared to the i guess the destroyers that the the rebel alliance brings along or the clones bring along yeah and basically this is also the first time that i've heard of any type of cloaking ability in a star wars movie have you you know oh that
0: was of course yeah number one note that i made was wait 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 stealth tech would kind of be a radical change to the star wars universe would it not yeah and they talk immediately yeah they talk about immediately it has to be a prototype it has to like yeah, something has to go true. wrong with it, and no one else ever tries to do it again. So it, it's it's a bit of a MacGuffin for this episode. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait! It's not really a MacGuffin though, because they talk about how trenches faced other other cloaking deviced ships before. When did they say that? Like they bring it back up, like as if this this as if, if this has been a part of the the universe for a while, which dumbfounds me
0: because. Okay, now I got to watch it for the third time because I don't remember hearing that.
1: Yeah, they talk about, so whenever whenever Trench, whenever they're talking about Trench himself, they said, oh, I thought he was dead, or something like that. Yeah. and and, and But then Trench comes back, and he's like, no, I'm alive. And he's like, I've faced these type of ships before. And uh, Anakin's oh. like, oh, wait, they've faced, you know, clickable ships before? And then they go back and look through the, I guess, logs or whatever they have. And they're like, yeah, he has faced this. And he's faced this by what we think is, Anakin deduces, that he's faced and beat these ships before based on the magnetic trails, I think is what they say on the show. The magnetic. Did I
0: skip half the episode or something? I don't remember any of this conversation.
1: Yeah, and they go back, the general guy that's on Anakin's ship with him, I forget the general's yes. name, he goes back and looks this stuff up, and he's like, oh yeah, we think that he's probably beat these cloaked ships before by tracing their, their magnetic renaissance, or resonance I, it was something
0: Sign, the what magnetic signatures yeah what magnetic signatures what he yeah and
1: then that of course that gives that's Anakin that sense. gives Anakin the idea that oh here, here's what we're gonna do to end this it was a good episode I thought
0: it was pretty good it was, it was good I mean it, of course okay starting out first things first the very first thing we see is that yet again Anakin is disobeying orders because that's what he does yeah, of course. apparently that's all he does yeah why even bother giving him an order in the first place yeah it'd be a great episode if he was just like yes sir
1: and then that's, yes, like he, sir, like, yes, he actually did what he was supposed to do, and all the clones yeah. don't question. Him. Yeah,
0: that would be hilarious if 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 Obi Wan expected him to break the orders and go save the day, and Anakin's like, "What? What are you, what are you talking wait, about? Wait, John,
1: wait. Is Obi did, okay. is Obi Wan that good of a teacher already?
0: Huh. All right. Just saying.
1: Just saying. He knows I'm at this sure? point. He knows at this point that Anakin's going to jump off the car and fly through the air and land on whatever car he needs to to, to find the so you're assassin. saying he's
0: got to give the order that he doesn't want followed in order to motivate Anakin to break the order and do the thing that he wants done actually
1: i think that obi-wan is that smart at this point whether he's doing that here i don't know but yeah
0: okay i don't know about all that so when when they when they're in the stealth ship i mean do they do they have to fly right right next to mr bad guy's ship yeah you have is to really you literally
1: have to rub up against the ship to make sure that your magnetic signatures kind of mess around with each other a little
0: bit oh okay and so another question is uh, the spider guy says that uh, or that he gets a report that that he's basically his blockade has has succeeded he he's won oh but he's he, half but a day he, away but he's in for the fight. from he, winning
1: he's in for the fight yeah,
0: but he... but they set him up as this brilliant tactician and he does the stupidest possible thing yeah he does i'm right. about to win if i just do nothing yeah so i might as well do something and lose
1: yeah, I think there's a little bit of hubris there. I mean, there's there's. I the, know,
0: I know, I know. I knew you're going to say that. Yes, there's hubris. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But it kind of conflicts with what how they set him up. You know, otherwise, that just bothers me a little.
1: Well, bit. they also make the, there's also the quote in the show that where he, they talk about how, yes, sometimes captains may not actually go down with their ship, which already sets them apart, in my opinion, because you well, okay. you, you got that well, you got that coming from the the guy that's on Anakin's ship that was, of course, the the leader of the Star Destroyer, who's hitching a ride with Anakin, and he says it with such disbelief that you really feel like there's nothing that this guy would not go down with a ship with but this guy of course you know we thought we blew him up but he must have escaped.
0: Wait, I mean there's a rich tradition of that in Star Wars right the the oh, big totally. bad getting away.
1: Oh yeah 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 Vader everybody yeah it, no yeah totally agree with that but I'm just saying that 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 you can you can see from the clone generals you, you can hear it in his voice honestly and honestly with the voice acting it was really good where he's like you could you could tell that there was such disdain for this guy because he left his ship which I thought was a pretty pretty good kind of signifier of where this guy's mindset is.
0: Sure. Makes sense.
1: Okay, so so did you notice them call out Spark, the brand new trooper that, that jumped on the ship? I, I noticed that. Does that mean something? I don't know, and I'm filing that away okay. because usually those call outs definitely mean something. So that's something I filed away, and I was just like, I'm going to write this down in my notes to make sure that I remember this, because are we going to see Spark later on? We didn't see him in the next episode, but that is mean we we'll won't see him. Hmm. But they definitely are, they definitely give him that old, congratulations, kid, like toward the end of the, uh, end of yeah, the episode. Yeah. So, so I figure he's going to show up at some point. But who knows? Also, another thing I wrote down in my notes, Bail Organa literally says, you are our only hope in a transmission. Did you notice that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. we got a little bit of a lay connection. I like this. this. This is good. This is good. I, I enjoy this. And then also, too, in my notes, I, I put down that this felt very like Hunt for Red October, like very submarine-ish.
0: You, Very submarine. I was, wouldn't it was, say Humber it, or October, but submarine,
1: okay. S- submarine drama esque. Yep. And uh, I liked yep. that. I thought it was good. I thought that was like kind of a good, like, kind of like theme to the episode. And like pretty good. It was a pretty good episode. I think that you liked the second episode you said a lot more than you liked the first. I liked the first one. I think I liked them both about 50-50, honestly.
0: I, I like I liked the first episode okay. I did appreciate that the stealth aspect allowed them to play off of the submarine i mean they have they have the the, the sonar pings going oh yeah during during those and, aspects and to did, really <laughs> drive home you know th- we're like in a submarine which is fine i have no problem with that it actually it's a good atmospheric
1: yeah there's also the, I, the red the red light that would kind of stay on while they were cloaked but i noticed that like you definitely give you the submarine feeling
0: i didn't notice that but that that's a nice touch yeah
1: because if you look back at all the different so they would pan the shots of all the different clone troopers working and everyone was paid in like this red light and i was like that's pretty good
0: I did. You, I, okay. I, I did notice that. I didn't click though. Okay. So that's, that's good. My, my question, another question I had rather, was the bombers passed them at one point. They're, they're cloaked. Super close. Super and, close. Su- super close. So the bombers are going down there t- because Spider Man wants to provoke an attack. So he's going to send the bombers down there to attack the base and make them cry for help. Yep. The bombers get down there almost like instantly. Anakin is flying a ship to get supplies down there, and he never gets remotely close to the planet. Why is he going so slowly?
1: That's a good question.
0: I, that I never thought about. I mean, that, he could actually. he could be ferrying supplies up and back. And, and up when and they back, pass, when using they, the stealth that way.
1: Yeah, and when they pass, when they pass over the ship too, when, it, when the ship's cloaked and the bombers pass by, they're not going that much faster than the ship itself, or at least like from a perspective of the actual drawings or not. That's interesting. Right. I never thought of that. that's, that's actually a pretty good. Uh, but then
0: the next shot. Is they're, they're attacking yeah, they're the bomb, ground? Yeah. they're literally right. You know, it's like where feet the above hell is the stealth ship? Yeah, get down here. Yeah, that's I, interesting. They all they had to say was something like, "Well, we can't go down there now because you know there's no place to land." All they had to, to do was was put in one line to explain why they never got close to the planet, and it just bothers me when there's a gap like that. Yeah, so instead, totally they agreed. they take this stealth technology, this huge advantage for ferrying supplies like like he was told to do. And he just basically tosses it away to decloak 50,000 miles away from the capital ship and fire some missiles, which gives the spider guy plenty of time to bring up the shields and, figure and out what's render going the on. missiles.
1: Yeah, know, I think, and, and and that may be the, the give with Anakin, where is, whereas you're kind of like, okay, he's, you know, this experienced guy he kind of knows what all to do. I think that may be the the writer showing you. Hey, he's not always right. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be times that you're. He's like, a
0: terrible tactician.
1: He's terrible. We've talked about this before, especially in the last. Was it the last episode where we were talked about? The yeah, when they resistance. ate cornbread. Yes, yeah. when they ate cornbread, where where he was kind of like, and I was like, I don't know. Is he is he so good that he looks bad, or is he's he, so
0: good he can he can get away with with making really bad decisions.
1: Yeah, and you could definitely tell in this in this episode where the crew is worried about it because you could definitely tell that the the commander that's tagging along with him. You know the clones, of course they're they're all going to support him no matter what. But you could definitely tell like the the commander that was with him was kind of like, "Oh, what are we doing? Like, like are you gonna, are you going to uncloak and shoot? Or are we not going to uncloak and shoot? You got to make a decision." Like he was really like kind of pushing him as in like, "I'm somewhat seasoned at this. You're not. What are we doing here? You know what I mean?"
0: Yeah, but I mean in the end you have to uh, just assume that. Anakin just gets lucky. He gets completely lucky that, yes, he provoked uh, Spider-Dude into dropping his shields and launching missiles, but Anakin, there's no way he could possibly know that he could, A, outrun the missiles enough to, uh, B, get back to the capital ship in time before the shields could come
1: back. I think we're going to see a prevailing theme in these shows, and I'm not saying this based off experience of watching them, that, that Anakin just does "Quote unquote, get lucky." Like it's it's a very right. like it's a very like weirdly midichlorian force inducing thing that he just literally gets lucky a lot of times. Dude,
0: we do not say the M word around here. Why? I, well, I can
1: say it. midichlorians. The, uh, and and and, and you yeah, know, I threw up into my in, mouth a in my mouth. In my in my house, I say middows, because that's what we do. In my Oh, you have
0: shorthand. Yeah, even, totally. For, for yeah, it's yeah. Forbidden. Yeah, like when a dinner's topic.
1: when a dinner's really good, you know, the kids are always like, "Man, you really put your middows into this one, Dad." I'm like, you know what, guys. Thank you. It was delicious.
0: Okay, so uh, <laughs> making a mental note, never have dinner at the Thompson household again. <laughs>
1: yeah, how much salt and pepper and minichlorines did you put in this?
0: I'm starting to wonder if this if mid- are slang for something else that I don't want to know. No, about. no, 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 no,
1: no, no. no. Meadows mid- are just the force, man. I mean, it's it's you know how we operate. Anyways, uh huh.
0: So I had a point. You really threw me off of the whole mem <laughs> thing. It was something about, so I have a problem with him just getting lucky like that. I, I do understand the type of show, the type of the genre we're discussing here. I get it. That's going to happen. The hero saves the day. It's, I don't know. I don't know why it bothers me. Uh, maybe because it's, it's, Oh, I know why it bothers me. This is what I was going to say earlier. So when you just get lucky over and over and over again, you're you're reducing the stakes. You're, it's not really well.
1: That's that's actually a really good segue.
0: Concerned about you anymore? Let's
1: let's start talking about the the next episode that we're going to review,
0: Clone Wars. Yes, Speed. where they just they just do things yes, without. I agree, and
1: there's there's a bunch of them that I actually noted in my notes too about this. So now we're going to move on to same 22 BBY. This is Clone Wars Season 1, Episode 16, The Hidden Enemy. I think it was also written by Drew Drew Greenberg, who wrote the one that we just reviewed also. Again, we're on Christosis. There's a little bit of weirdness at the beginning of this. How do I say this? I don't want to say it's a weirdness. There's a little bit of emotional impact that I don't know if it's supposed to be there or not. At the beginning of this episode, basically, Obi-Wan and Anakin are in separate towers in this kind of paired tower structure, The clones that they are fighting, I'm sorry, the the bots that they are fighting, droids that they are fighting are coming in down the street. They both are part of some master plan here that's going to have an attack on the droids. But the droids kind of know that this is going to happen and start to actually rise up into Obi-Wan's tower. And they start to take over the tower. Obi-Wan, of course, radios to Anakin. I'm being attacked. Anakin looks over across the thing. And then they shoot these bolt things across the two towers and they start to fly over them. And it's a very weird scene to me because it kind of shows the, and I don't want to use the term disdain, but the the, the cheapness of the clones' lives. Because as they're going from tower to tower, as they're going over this, this cable, three or four of the clones get shot down, you know, in midair and just fall to their dust. And you hear, like, one of them actually scream in the cartoon. And it's a very weird scene to me because it just shows how disposable they are to the Jedi. Did you catch that?
0: Yeah, I think that's a lot of this episode. Yes. It is.
1: And it, 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 it leads into other parts of this episode. I mean, you know, we're, like I said, we're, we're a spoiler filled podcast. Basically, the class warfare type situation raises its head because those droids knew to go up there because somebody was uh, leaking secrets. And it ends up being one of the clones. And the reasoning for him was specifically that oh, we're dispensable to you guys. You know, we, we don't matter to you. I mean, you know, you learn our names and then you don't really care about us past that. And uh, he was like, I want to make a name for myself. I want to get off this planet. I want to get out of this army. And uh, definitely an interesting kind of and, subplot.
0: And not just that, but I want to lead the way for my brothers. You know, we should be free. Yeah. Slaves. And that is something I have thought about. That's one of the reasons I was really curious about the Clone Wars, just in general, but the TV show in particular, is because that's a, that's a question. We've discussed it in the past. These are slaves. These are grown, tailor-made slaves. Yeah. Which, as we know in the Star Wars universe, slavery is a thing. It's, uh, some people don't like it, but it's a thing. It happens a lot. Well, this is slavery on an industrial scale. They're products.
1: And that's that's the really weird part about this whole Clone Wars, in my opinion, is that the the clones themselves understand, I guess, that they are a product and that they have to fulfill a duty which is a really weird thing to think about with a life form. Because like, if you go back to the slaves and stuff that you had with Anakin and stuff, you've got this dynamic that, that, that we all know slavery shouldn't happen, but it's a, it's a, it's a systematic thing that is happening and, and we're trying to fight it, but we also have to kind of act within the system. This is a completely different form of slavery. This is, I'm buying you off the, don't get me wrong. It sounds very similar to, not, not just
0: buying. I'm, I'm, Owning. I'm crafting you.
1: Yeah, yeah, like from the beginning. Like like yes. and I think that that's a very neat dynamic for Anakin specifically to see as he as he does this. But again, I, mean, I don't know if it's his age, I don't know if it's where he's at in the in his Jedi path or what have you, but he doesn't care about these guys at all. And nope. it, it's amazing. No, he doesn't no, identify. It, but and it's amazing. That's a totally
0: different slave I'm sorry, go ahead. No,
1: no, no, you're right. It's it's a totally different like like of all
0: the people here that should be worried about it, why is he not, you know? Because of the conceit that we see in episode 2 yeah. wait what is episode 2 attack of the clones, of the clones. Yeah. yes the conceit that they m- mention is that these slaves these clones have been bred and and crafted to want to serve Th- this is their purpose this is they they are fulfilling their purpose by being in a clone army so ha- so, so, so how- you, you that's the that's that's how the the author is excusing this. Okay? I don't know. And that's I don't why know I like, I like this, this episode. It. I think it's setting yeah. it up. I think it's
1: setting it up for a for a
0: You're I, not meant to care about the clone. You're not the clone troopers, no. You're wait, not wait, wait. meant to this care is, about this them. Is the second at episode. All. This is the second episode that we've watched. I'm talking and, about in the in episode two the movie. Okay, in the, understood, in the movie. Understood. I got you. Okay. Where you discover the clones and they they become a thing. Yes. Right? You're not meant to care for them in any way whatsoever. Agreed. In fact, you're meant to be happy they're on your side. Yeah, good call. Yeah, that's a good call. Okay, so you're part now of the problem. So here, that's why I like this episode because, well, what if what if one of the the clones, for whatever reason, right? Maybe something went wrong. Maybe it didn't quite take. Maybe he experienced a little something that that started to make him question everything, and that's why, it really, Slick is the guy's name, kind of sympathize with him. No one else does. No, so none of the characters on screen. So do.
1: I have a question to specifically ask you. Yes. What is the difference in Slick and Finn from Episode Seven? Because I know you are not a fan of the last three. So that's what I like. Like, what is what is the difference in somebody realizing that they don't need to be part of this and trying to get out?
0: I I'm really tempted to give you a flippant answer because I I hold I hold Finn in such disdain. It was a character that they poorly developed did nothing with okay
1: besides all that though his character backstory comes from the fact that he is trying to get out like the, the, yeah do, do you think that they modeled him after slick i mean do, do you think that that's a no okay finn is not a
0: clone finn is not finn is no, 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 not no, no, no. I, i'm not, I'm not saying that
1: but he's been bred to understand that he needs to fulfill this certain thing inside the army yeah, and, he, and, and he's I know the we're the rebel, right here, and he, but and he's like, no, is, it, "I'm gonna do that.
0: Is that not in in the 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 later trilogy? Is that not uh, is it not said or phrased as uh, they were essentially brainwashed? It's not genetic alteration the way we're talking about with these clothes. it's, it's brainwashing. Yeah, okay, fair you enough. You know, they basically were broken into being stormtroopers, and that's a totally different topic. And and again, I think that they they had. They set things up in, in that and then did nothing with it.
1: Yeah. I, I, so we'll, we'll I don't get, have we'll, much we'll, of an opinion. We'll get to that whenever we get to this movie. I, I was just trying to say yes. the, the parallels are still kind of there. This is opinion. far
0: more interesting. This is far more because this is a, a, a being who had his genetic code tailor-made to be the perfect soldier. What happened? What did he see? What 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 changed in him to make him want to be free an, an expression we have not seen anywhere else in any of the clones.
1: Yeah, I, I will say that when we watched, or whenever I was watching this, I did not expect this level of, like, kind of, like, philosophy to, to come into, like, the second episode. You know what I mean? Like, like...
0: I was digging it,
1: yeah. Oh it no, no, no! I'm, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I love it. I, yeah. I it's a great question. It's a question. That you just want be the answered. clones to fall
0: in line. You just want <laughs> the clones to be loyal clone no, troopers. No, I just to do want I just job. want
1: the clones to fall off the line. I don't want them to be in the line. I want them to fall off the line like the other guys did whenever they're crossing the, mm-hmm. the two buildings. Yeah, and but it just I, I think the dynamic between Anakin not understanding or respecting the fact that they are like serving under him as "Quote unquote slaves." Just, like his mom there's was. There's no hey?
0: reason for him. There's no reason for him to look at them, in any recognize any commonality with them at all. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. Wow, interesting. Because because you, because you, he looks at them as products,
1: something he's bought or the whoever's bought.
0: Yeah, they were tailor made for this. Somebody
1: Who Whoever bought them ended up, you know, delivering them to him, and he looks. They are at not that, me. I'm a Jedi. He looks at them special. as expendable people.
0: Yeah, the, the tools. Yes, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, that's what I get. It's very clear to me. No,
1: I'm not disagreeing with you based off the second episode. I'm not at all. Like, I I agree with you. Like, for this episode, and I'm eager to see if that changes or does not change, or is is that something that helps move him to the other side, to where he's like, "What are we doing?" You know, like, like, like we're just letting people die left and right. And don't get me wrong, I understand that they're clones, but they're still dying. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wait. wait. I'm I'm completely speculating. I'm not basing this on anything that I know. Based on
0: where we know his character is going. Come on, he's never going to have that that moment of, wait a minute, these are real people. That's never going to happen.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: no, know. No, no. So notice that we are uh, focusing on the B story here, right? Because it's far more interesting than the, the kind of generic A story, which is Anakin and Obi-Wan saying, hey, you know what? We should go check out the bad guy uh, headquarters. Why not? Let's just go over there. Yeah. And there's no danger. They just waltz in. It's a trap. And and they have that smug, arrogant, you know, sorry for them. They, they think they're going to trap us. The only highlight of that was it was a chance to see Yzma again because, you know, she's got those wrong levers that she's got to pull. I'm kidding. And so she's, you know, so so right so wait, 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 wait,
1: we need to go back and look and see if it's the same voice work because I don't know if it is. So for those. That, it is.
0: No, it is. And I looked it up. Oh, it oh is. you did. Look. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, from so, uh, Doku Jedi. Yeah, yes. Great,
1: great. Pull I'm really excited for you that you actually, you know, are still are, are thinking of Esme. So for those that didn't listen, uh, whenever we reviewed the Doku Jedi Lost audio drama, Asajj was a brand new character that John had never encountered before. And one of my favorite characters, I think, in the Star Wars universe, just because it's such a, like, just gritty character. And and you said that the, the person sounded like Eartha Kit and that she sounded like Esme from uh, Emperor's New Groove. Is that right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's very fitting that... The same, and I'm amazed that it's the same person in the voice work. I did not know that, actually, and I'm impressed that you looked it up. But that's what I was going to ask, and I, I, ha- I have it in my notes. Literally, I have Asajj, and then I have three exclamation points right after it. I did not expect her so early in the series, or so early in the in the BBY version of the this, of this story in 22 BBY. I thought she'd come along a little bit later, but I'm glad that you recognized her immediately and her Eartha-Kit-like voice.
0: Well, uh, yes, only because of Doku Jedi Lost, right? Without that this i would have thought okay well there's a bad person you, you can tell that there are tropes for for bad guys Agreed. she's hitting them all i had i i don't know anything about her i th- i suspect that if you watched this in the actual broadcast order you've seen her before at this point
1: i don't know this that's is a, a, it's a, it's a great question i don't know it's, it's the first season episode 16 so but again but we've we're watching these in in chronological order so i don't know if you've seen her before I, no, would no, no. Just, I would know. Right. broadcast have.
0: order, broadcast order. No, no, no. I'm but, betting but she's but the, earlier the, in
1: season one. Yeah, she'd almost have to be because there was no introduction whatsoever. Other,
0: to her. Otherwise, yeah, you you have no idea who this person is. Yeah, yeah, you're none right. at all. You're right. Yeah, it's she, a bad guy with dual lightsabers because you know everybody gets dual lightsabers now because it's no longer special. And she, this is what's really puzzling to me. So right when they meet her, she runs up this pretty pretty steep set of steps. Okay. Yep. she has the high ground it's over <laughs> well there's two of them though john i mean it's 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 a little different she doesn't she, she, right she doesn't win so then she goes up more steps even higher ground and she's still not over i don't understand
1: yeah, I, I yeah, it, there's there, there was no introduction whatsoever to her. So I so I, I completely agree with you that there's no th- th- she's got to be seen before sometime in the series in the first 15 episodes of season
0: 1. For it to make sense, yes.
1: Yeah, I agree. So I'm still kind of confused though as to her purpose on this planet. Like did someone in and, and this Not episode cool. the episode never talks about it, but did Doku nope. or did somebody send her down to kind of keep the Jedi busy until what what was the guy that, Wash, what was his
0: name? Wash? The guy who floats like a a leaf on the wind? No, no,
1: no. What is the guy that actually betrays everybody? The clone, what was his name? Oh, Slick. Oh, Slick, yeah. So so that's what she, it it, it seems like she's there to buy the time so that Slick can then destroy all the the machinery and everything that the Republic has, or sorry, that the clones have done. That's true.
0: That's correct.
1: Yeah, so she didn't really seem like a very big baddie in this episode, if that makes sense. Like, she's there mostly to, like, kind of detain the gruff jedi that that know what they're doing when they drive right into the trap you know like it, it's more like a like like yeah. yeah. i'm going back to my word hubris it's more of a a play on the <laughs> on the jedi's hubris this time that she's just trying to keep them busy so that you know they can land all the other clones and have everybody else there
0: no there's a definite theme of people letting their arrogance get the better of them i know william would be nodding his head vigorously at this point but that is clearly <laughs> a theme that we're that we're having thrust upon us over and over again
1: yeah, especially in these two episodes. I especially feel in these two episodes. And and again, there's also that whole Anakin edge of not caring about stuff either. Like, it's such a, like, just a, yeah. The, the, I mean, why the do they Jedi have to, right? get out everything. You. Yeah, the, the Jedi are grading on you at this point. In, in my opinion, they are. Like, maybe it's because of the chronological order in which we're watching it's, it's, it.
0: It's not that, well, okay, grading in some sense, yeah, because you, you're a terrible tactician. You make horrible decisions. And you just get away with it because, you know. You're Jedi. Plot armor. So, yep. that, that's fine. Yeah. But your 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 arrogance is showing. You don't care about. I mean, they were when they were driving to the bad guy headquarters. They didn't care.
1: No, it was it was, it was a fun ride.
0: I totally agree with that. It was a fun ride. Exactly. No. It was a road trip. Hey, let's go let's go mess up some guys in Tijuana, right? <laughs> that that why would I care about that? What guys they're, they're are not you messing concerned. up in Tijuana? <laughs> <laughs> that damn donkey. Keep his <laughs> mouth
1: shut. Should not have took my peanut butter. Anyways, go back. <clears throat> bad memories okay i I agree i agree with you that that it is a very these two episodes in this order and that's the best way to say it and and i almost want to watch them in normal order just to see if this hubris has been building up but in chronological order we definitely see that the jedi are just full of themselves at this point like completely full of themselves and i totally agree with your comment about william being spot on you know, when he talked about this. And, ho- and the great thing is, is we're going to have William back for next podcast. He's going to be on our Clone Wars uh, review episode. The Clone Wars movie uh, review episode. But, yeah, the, the Jedi are just... And we've talked about in the last, I think, three podcasts where Yoda's just kind of being an, an ass too. Like, it's just...
0: The Jedi are in a rough spot right now. Like, it's just not a good feeling. Yoda's not even in these episodes and you... Drag his corpse in to, to flog it? What are you doing? Yeah, because we talked about it in the last two episodes, especially at the end of the comics series yeah, for yeah, I yeah. Think it was Maul and the other
1: one. He's just so full of himself.
0: I know, but he's not in this he's not in these episodes. I know, leave, but think the old guy alone. No, Jesus.
1: no, he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it because he's <laughs> leading the Jedi into oblivion at this point. Anyways, okay. So overall, we, we, we've talked about the two episodes. We've talked about both of them. They're give, fun. Give yeah. me a score of oh. number number one. Okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to give me a one, okay. th- one through 100 score of the Clone Wars series as a whole thus far, and then give me also... Based one on three- two episodes yeah, totally. out of like yeah, I'm gonna 100 ask, John, or something. John, I'm going to ask you this every single podcast, so get ready. No, and okay. then and then also give me each of your two episode scores.
0: Mm. All right, so Clone Wars as a, as a series, I'm going to say it's... Ooh, 85 is a safe bet. Higher than that, I'm not really sure yet it was fun it was fun i have to see how it develops fair, uh, now fair the enough. individual episodes yeah the first episode overall it it was okay it just kind of bothered me a little bit with with some of the choices made which may or may not be a thing maybe maybe they're supposed to bother me i'm suspecting that they were, really weren't supposed to bother me and they bother me so that's on the on the lower side of the 80s.
1: As someone that that knows you very well, there's going to be stuff yeah. that bothers you about all these. So, so I'm not. <laughs> eh. So, but, yeah. but 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 I'm just saying that like overall, you said 85 for the series thus far, and then what would you say about the yeah. two different episodes? The, the first... and I
0: think that that's because the first episode was a low 80s and the second episode was a high 80s. Okay, I right. really appreciated you know them touching on the topic of clone. Slavery and the desire for freedom, and what that means. That, that yeah. oh, and the whole cat and mouse thing about trying to find the spy. That was good. That was really good. It was the other half of the episode. Eh, whatever. But but the the part that dealt with the clones was far more interesting.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually agree with you, and I'm gonna give thus far the Clone Wars series as a whole an 85. But I'm gonna go with probably in a, a narrower band and an 84 and an 84 for. Episode two, season or sorry, episode sixteen, season two, and then an eighty-six for episode or sorry, season one, episode sixteen. Sorry, I'm getting all confused. I think that both of these were very good episodes together. Like I think that both of them were about equal in my opinion. Whereas you, I definitely thought that the latter was a little bit better. But, it, but more, uh, but more than we're that, gonna, we're going to converge on the same number though, eighty-five.
0: Well, yeah, but but it's if you want to get more fine grained, so to split the the one sixteen episode into two parts, right? Story A, story B. Story A, eh, 80, 85, whatever. It's fine. A little bit of Jedi action. Don't understand why she didn't win because she had the high ground. But if you look at the the B story, the clones trying to uncover the spy, that was like ninety two. What do you that say? Was, that why, was why do you say that's there? the B story?
1: I felt like that was the the gist of the. You episode. thought that was the A story? Okay. Yeah, I, I, was trying, I, I was felt like, was like that was the introduction on. of like, like we got bigger things to think about here. Like this is not condoned to this. Uh, you know, like what's the G I Joe motto? Like uh, the battle versus the war, like this is the battle. Like the battle for this episode is Asajj Ventress and and you know and Obi Wan and Anakin. But the the greater war is the fact that these clones are starting to understand the fact that they are. You think not, that's
0: where this is going?
1: I don't know. I, I and I'm being completely. I don't honest read you. that at all. I, I the, 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 honestly, In fact, I, I was going to say. Wars, but
0: the the I, don't ed, know. I don't either. The end of the episode was basically sweep it under the rug, move on. We got a job to do. That's how I read the yeah. end of that episode. Yeah, I don't. So know. So that's why I call it the B story. We shall see, John. We shall see. Okay.
1: It's it's a good, I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. There's that underlying drama that I, I, knowing that every clone that we watch from here on out could be somebody that's just like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like that adds a lot to the show, in my opinion. He might kill you in your sleep. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, seriously. And you wouldn't know which one he is, because they all look the same. (laughs) Some of them have shaved heads. Some of them have regular hair. You don't know other than hairstyle he can shave that thing off and you won't
0: know. Uh, it. Well that was that was another interesting aspect of that story is yes they're all supposed to look the same but oh, inevitably the they shape. have yeah. differences. Yeah, totally. And then some in fact the 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 fact that some of them shave their heads, some of them have, you know, like the standard haircut, some of them have different like aspects or scars or what have you. It shows you that even though they're supposed to be the same creature the the in individualization is inevitable but this is, and it does make me wonder where that goes. This is the whole school
1: uniform thing though, right? Like everybody always talks uh, about how like sure. Yeah, everybody always talks about how, yeah, you can make everyone in the school wear the same uniform. If you go to a private school, like my kids go to public school, but if you go to a private school, you can have a school uniform. But people are gonna find ways to do s- small teeny things that make themselves stand out. Somebody sure. may wear a headband, somebody a red headband, or in their hair, or they may wear like blue socks or something like that. There's you're all humans are always going to find a way to distinguish themselves from other humans, so it
0: doesn't matter. That's true. That no no that's true. But the clone troopers, they will are supposed to be different.
1: No, they're not. They're some, they're supposed to be tailored. So
0: the the crafted
1: core, the core of that is the fact that they are supposed to be like that whenever they were yes. bought, but whenever they actually got delivered, they are still human. There's going to be differences. There's going to be scars. There's going to be everything. Everything. And, and that's decide. an
0: aspect I, I hope we explore. I totally I have do. No I No idea if we do, but totally the Geonosians do. clearly took great pride in the perfection of their clones, and we've already seen two episodes into the Clone Wars that that's not true. That, that they're liars.
1: Yeah, this is the whole reason. You know, Finn got the blue on his helmet, and ran away. All right, so we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> All right, so so there, there's a new segment that I want to add to the end of each show. This is gonna be kind of different than what we've done thus far. But I was thinking about it. But you and I, <laughs> this is gonna sound bad. You and I consume a lot of television. We consume a lot of pop culture. We consume a lot of different things. In the last five minutes of this podcast, I just want to dedicate to what are you consuming? This can be books. This can be movies, TV shows, whatever you want. Just give me something that you've watched and that you've really enjoyed in the past you know, two or three weeks or since the last podcast,
0: go. Well, the number one thing has to be WandaVision. Right now, that's what everybody is focused Agreed. on, yep. uh, if you're a sci-fi guy. <clears throat> so or, that's, girl, or girl. I knew as soon as I said I know, sci-fi you did. guy, it, it I said it because yeah, it rhymed. Yeah, you said it. You yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, Come I on. Did, I did, I did. Go ahead. If you're a sci-fi person, yes. <laughs> WandaVision being. is uh, really, really something this is not a Wandavision podcast, so I don't need to go into that. But yeah, no yeah just, It's, just, just, it's just as amazing as Mandalorian was. I mean, it's Agreed. really top. I totally stuff.
1: agree. I, I put it on the exact same level as Mandalorian, and I think that so. That's, that, but
0: but that's 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 not daily. That's once a week, right? So yeah. my daily consumption is because I discovered that an old friend of mine is now on HBO Max with with like 4K rendering or whatever it is. Babylon Five. So I'm really, working my way through. Oh God, so I can't no, stop. No, no, once I start no, no, no. it, I no, can't stop. No, no. no it.
1: I'm not. I'm not displaying Babylon 5 at all. I'm asking, I did not know that HBO went back and redid them in 4k.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. After, after apparently I, I never owned Babylon 5 to have it on DVD or anything like that. But apparently now I follow JMS on Twitter and he's talking about how for, forever, for years, the only copies out there were just crap. Well, J. Michaels Stravinsky. <laughs> okay,
1: okay. No, I, I don't know. I'm being completely honest. I'm, I'm going to really mess not, up his last name. I don't know who you're referring
0: I'm a to. fan, and I, I'm going to mess no, up his yeah, last name. no, no. Name. I, I don't, I'm not putting you on the was Stravinsky?
1: You said JMS is in like a, like a, there was like a little bit. Like,
0: yeah, if no, you're Babylon 5 That's what I'm fan. saying. I don't, know who, know J, I don't know who JMS, JMS. is. know JMS. JMS. Okay. So and you're I'm, trying to slip that in and get away with it. <laughs> thank you for calling will, me out.
1: I will call you out Appreciate it. at all times. Anyway, so yes, it's
0: on HBO Max. It's It's... It still has the limitations, you know, the four three aspect ratio and what have you, but it it really does look good. It's a good looking show. Of course, if they went back and and redid the effects, it would be phenomenal. But they don't have the rights to do that, or no one wants to pay for it. Nonetheless, so, I am about halfway through it, and I I just can't stop. So what
1: is so so and, and I never I don't think I've watched a single episode of Babylon Five. What? Oh my god! Sorry. What? How many seasons and how many
0: episodes per season? Babylon 5 is known as being one of the first. It had a five-year arc planned out. Wow. And it, okay. It, well, okay, so it had a wrinkle. I know this is not a Babylon 5 podcast, but no, uh, uh, yeah, they, the they faced cancellation. They, fa- they faced cancellation like over and over again. End of season four, or leading up to the end of season four, they were pretty sure they were going to be canceled. And so he wrapped up an entire season's worth of stories in like half a season. And that it worked; it was fine. But the, but then they were renewed on like TNT or something, and <laughs> yeah, so they knew had it all. Well, no, he he decided okay. When I've got a season five, I'll just keep you know going beyond the original ending of the show. Oh, okay, yeah. and it was okay. It was okay. Season five has its ups and downs; it has its moments. But the first four seasons, and especially seasons three and four, are off the charts insane.
1: I may have to watch this. I, I, I've i never been... How do I say this? I've enjoyed Star Trek movies, but I've never really ventured beyond that other than watching the occasional TV show. Like, I, I, Oh, I, my gosh. No, no. I, I can sit and watch any Star Trek The Next Generation, and I'd probably say that I've probably seen maybe half of all the episodes that have actually been out there, but I've never watched them in like any type of order or anything like that. Like, like in a,
0: Well, I will tell you that, that, to get to the nitty-gritty... The first season of Babylon Five, just just do it. It's it's really hit and miss. It was finding its legs, but there are some critical episodes in there that you have to consume. And then when you hit season two, you're off to the races. Excellent. Let me try this. I don't we need to have ha- that don't commonality, have HBO, Eric. I know I, I don't have, we have HBO. We need to have that common I don't common for Max
1: yet, but I need to. So basically, every year I try to watch Band of Brothers. And I think I'm pretty sure that's on yeah. HBO Max at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So so H, HBO Max is just like enriching itself. The thing with me is, so I, I would keep an HBO subscription during Game of Thrones. Loved Game of Thrones. Last season sounds kind of similar to your Babylon 4 kind of thing where they knew they made Different reasons, get, but yeah. Yeah, different yeah. reasons. Yeah, financial reasons probably. But they, they kind of crammed everything into that. And can you imagine a Game of Thrones the next season having actually not had the same Problems, you know, like like you actually get to create another season after all this. I mean, R. R. Martin would have been, you know, mind exploded. Yeah, so it sounds interesting. I, I need to watch it. I, everybody that I talk to always raves about it, you know, and and they I've heard people describe the ending to that series as a downer. So you you kind of say that they've huh. carried it a little bit more, but I, I don't know. I i just haven't. I haven't watched well, it. So well, the
0: ending that. again, the original ending of the series at the end of season four. It, it, it's so nice. It's so wonderful. And you got to remember, this was back in the nineties when you didn't have arc shows like that. Now you have nothing but arc shows. Okay. Right. Back then it was up against things like deep space nine where every episode, well, they developed an arc too, but originally star Trek was a very bottle episode. You know, we meet an alien and this happens. Okay. Next episode that never happened. Now the whole new universe, basically the same characters bottle episodes.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah, and that's and also too, you have to give. And I don't know who the original creator of that show was, but give them credit for saying, "Hey, you've got five seasons to do something," because that was gotta be unheard of back then.
0: Like it, the, it was. It the had original been, creator was JMS, it, you, whoever you call him, whatever you call him, Strescent, Strescent. Yeah, it's okay. It doesn't matter.
1: Interesting. Yeah. So so that's that's. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go try to watch it. I'm gonna I need to. So HBO Max is where like one of those things where like I have to plan, I have to I have to strategize about when I'm gonna start the subscription and when I'm gonna end the subscription yeah. so that I can yeah. get all the stuff that I want to watch in like the the most finite period of time and not spend tons of money and just have it sitting hitting my credit card every month.
0: And and that's the thing. Remember that that this is this is old school TV. So each season of Babylon Five is like twenty six episodes. Oh, so, so they're you, that long? You... Okay, okay. I thought. I thought oh we were, yeah.
1: I thought we were talking about like twelve to thirty. All right. So let me let me go oh, back to no. let me let me go back to my lost question because I, I'm a huge huge lost fan and I I want to go back and rewatch it at some point. But I know that out of like the 22, 23 episodes that you'll get a season, you'll get filler episodes. How many? What yes. what, per, what percentage of filler
0: episodes did you have on Babylon Five? I actually have a lot of Babylon Five knowledge, except for how to pronounce the guy's last name. So, in the <laughs> first season, the first season was meant to be twenty percent arc, eighty percent standalone. Okay. Second season, forty percent arc, sixty percent standalone. So Third season was at, was 60, 40 and it flipped over. I like to that. 80, I like that formula. That's kind of yeah, neat. That, that was cool. his plan. Yeah, his plan was season five to be nothing yeah. but arc. Everything got messed up, so so the math doesn't work out. But you'll 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 see that not right away cuz you have to send a yeah, yeah, season yeah, yeah. but you'll get see 20, in season 20%. 1 you'll you'll think well, I was told this was an arc show what what is that about that that has nothing to do with anything because that's how it starts it was it was the intro to an arc because again the time frame in that time frame that's not how shows were so he he kind of had to Lead you in to no 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 we're going to tell a multi-season story. Yeah, I'm trying to think Come back.
1: Us. Was there anything in the 90s that that had the, like you
0: have, you have stuff like yeah eventually
1: Deep Space Nine did. Well, no no no, I'm talking about not even sci-fi like like I'm talking like Dallas like like stuff like like you know that you just had long-running shows that had they had a season arc usually, but they never had like a a long. Right. Uh, I'm sounding like I know Dallas no but, grand picture, no, but yeah no, yeah, no, but no, no grand picture, picture for the entire series. It was more like, like right. it was more along the lines of like let's get one season's uh, kind of arc out of the way, but we're not going to like kind of link them until we get to that next season.
0: So that it, it's more than you even understand because he had arcs for each character in the show, and this is not Marvel right MCU where they lock these guys into hundred year contracts. If something happened to uh, the actor and they wanted out, which did happen several times, he had escape hatches for those characters where yeah, this could happen cool. and that's they're a, off that's the impressive.
1: show. Yeah, that's impressive.
0: It, it what he did is so impressive, and, and I think did he record. Overall. Did he
1: record those escape hatches?
0: No, no. Oh, okay, it, okay. For example, I'm not going to spoil anything here. Yeah, but you don't. don't. There, there's a character, uh, let's say season two, where suddenly this thing happens, and and that character's gone. It makes complete sense in the universe, but that was an escape hatch. That did not have to happen. Gotcha. So they could, that they, character they, had they could, a different arc originally. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: Which makes sense. I mean, uh, yeah, that, that's it's impressive the foresight, especially with being so early. I mean, I, yeah, again, the Andy Griffith Show didn't really have an Alfred Barney. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's kind of like a it, it's a it's a knowing that you have a show that you get to create for what do you I think you said twenty episodes a season for five seasons, you have a hundred hours to devote to a story that you want to tell. That's crazy to think about.
0: Nowadays, yeah. it's
1: not. I mean, you know, Disney not Nowadays, Disney does. it's
0: not. Well, but well, it's different, though, because you have things like Mandalorian with 10 episodes, you know? And so that, so, that's, so, that's
1: that's going to be based... And we're going back to Disney here. That's going to be based on star power, though, because you know that those people are going to go so... And this was the problem with Game of Thrones. Those people got so popular that they commanded so much money that you couldn't continue. Right. So, right. so so, back then, though, you didn't have that variable, at least at that
0: point. You no, know. but but likewise, the the you had actors... Say, hey! This is not developing. My character's not developing like I want. No, I want leaving. more screen time. Yeah, and I, I can go star on this uh, sitcom over here. You know, let me on my let me out of my contract and. He foresaw that that was that was an imminent possibility. It just every season, that's and
1: and that's where I was asking you. Like number one, the foresight of that's amazing. But number two, if you had recorded originally, like right when you first got with the character, a death scene or whatever, whatever the out was, yeah, that would be more impressive to me. You know what I mean? Like you really covered it, knowing that this could happen later on. That's impressive to me. Don't get me wrong; the, the original's still impressive. But I'm just saying that would be even more impressive if, like, the first scene that these people do is their out scene if they leave.
0: Well, I, I do have to say, as a final thought, because we haven't even talked about what you're consuming at this point, that a lot of people, it seems like a lot of people, really don't care for Babylon 5. They view it as derivative or, I don't know, boring or something. I've never really understood the hate because I'm a fan of the show, but uh, you need to try it out and see what you think.
1: Yeah, I will. And that's and I'm looking for other things. So, like, although you're still talking, like, you said 5C. That's 100 episodes. That's a lot. So I, I've wanted mm-hmm. to get into The Wire. I've never watched The Wire. And I only watched Breaking Bad up through season one. And I've, I've always wanted to go back and rewatch those shows. I've never watched Mad Men either. I've always wanted to go back and re-watch those It's such an investment, though. Like, it is such yes. an investment that I'm just kind of like, I'll do it at some point. You know, I, I'll do it at some point when I have the time because there's so many episodes. Honestly, I'm not going to lie, Babylon 5, it feels like I'm looking at 100
0: hours. There's a huge difference between Breaking Bad and something like Babylon 5. Breaking Bad, I started and then dropped and then went back to because people wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> yeah. And i I made myself go through that series. It's not a fun show. Yeah, no, and right? I'm not expecting If you it to, get yeah. invested in the characters at all, it's not like, fun. Like I said, I watched season one of
1: Breaking Bad and I was just like, this show's great. I understand why people love it. Yeah. But it's I'm not, yeah. But, but I'm not Quality. feeling great. I'm not feeling great at the end no. of the night. Yeah. I do not
0: I do w I don't wanna I don't like this. All, all right, so, so, so bad so, things are gonna happen.
1: So so let me let me get what I've been watching lately. And, and it's not a huge list and it's not gonna incur any type of uh discussion like yours did, because I I really enjoyed you talking about yours. Number one, I watched last night, or two nights ago, I watched uh, Attack on Titan, the live-action version. Did you ever watch Attack on Titan, the anime? No. Okay. So, it's a completely hyper-violent, glory, gory, uh, crazy (laughs) anime, and and somebody made a live-action of it, and it's actually pretty good. I just watched part one the other night. It was pretty good. Tonight on my queue, I have there's an... Somebody uh, was talking about there's, on Amazon Prime, there's a show called The Booksellers, or a documentary called The Booksellers, which is like, I think it's like two hours, which is about New York City bookstores that sell rare books. So, hmm. as you can see, I'm not as exciting as your Babylon <laughs> 5, but I'm excited to watch that tonight. So,
0: that, that's, that's the only thing that I yeah. have on my line. I Actually, I want to go check out The Booksellers. That sounds intriguing.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so it, it, that. and uh, Also, uh, yeah I got Lupin 3, which is an anime. Uh, Lupin 3, the first, which is an anime movie uh, on Blu-ray the other day that I need to watch also but of course that's about two and a half hour movie. so I'm probably not going to watch that tonight but anyways uh, good I I enjoy this new segment I I enjoy branching out a little bit more than the Star Wars universe to just show other things that we're consuming our opinions on other things that we're consuming so uh, good this worked out really well so next week we will have William back we will be talking about the Clone Wars uh, the movie which we had a discussion with William about two weeks ago that we were talking about the Clone Wars movie is actually the first four pilot episodes combined for the Clone Wars, but before they actually came out. John, thanks for joining me again. Thank you. Good time as always. We'll see you guys next time
0: on episode 17 where we're reviewing the Clone Wars movie. This is the 11 Parsecs Podcast, episode 16. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a good review. And be sure to check us out at 11parsecs.com and Discord. I'm Jonathan Smith with the always obedient Eric Thompson.